to the Fantasy's Finest Fantasy Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, William Spencer, Jalen McQueen, and Mark Carter. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. Wait, Jalen, you're here. We looks like we're down one guy, Mr. I Mark. here. Mr. Mark is not here, so we got to make fun of him for not being able to come on, but he wasn't feeling good, so... I guess we can't, you know, get him too much. But it would be, you know, we would be remiss without him. He's got a little him. teeny headache. Poor yeah. Marky. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go lay down, you know, get some rest from all the work he's been doing, you know. All the streamings probably been staring at the computer for too long, you know. I'm losing, resetting the game. Uh-huh. He's going Frustration. <laughs> Having Drew Hawk as his quarterback. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that that would give or anybody AKA, a headache. AKA the AFC Carson Wentz. <laughs> oh man, he's gonna be mad when he hears this. I can't wait. He's like, Yo, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, we got to throw a couple of those in right. for for Mark since <laughs> just, he ain't gonna be here. Yeah, but in this episode, we're gonna talk about the franchise tag. The franchise tag has been the window has been open. And that's just the precursor to what we're all really waiting for free agency, because we know, yes. and, I, and I'll be honest up until maybe my, I say my second or third year doing fantasy, I really never paid attention or saw how important free agency was. I always used to, when I first started playing fantasy football, I would, you know, I would, I would kind of be aware of what's going on, but it was like, okay, it's not really a big deal. It's free agency. Mm-hmm. You know, players are going to be shuffled around. None of that matters. I'm going to wait until two weeks before my draft to find out who's where and, you know, how important it is. And it didn't work out. I didn't feel well-armed. So at that third year, I'm like, all right, no, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay more attention to the – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my nose to the grindstone. I'm going to pay more attention to free agency. And then, and then I'll have a better grasp of where the players are going, who's where, what what fit do they have in the office? And it's like, I feel so much better. And I know a lot of people don't have the time to, you know, pay attention to every single transaction that goes on in fantasy um, or during free agency, rather. But that's why we're here. Yep. <laughs> you listen to us, we take care of you. So we're going to go over some of the things, uh, we're going to go over some thoughts we had for the franchise tag um we got some major news to talk about in our news and notes segment so before we get into that y'all know what y'all gotta do make sure y'all follow us on twitter hype underscore finance for me ace underscore eca4 for Jalen, mark mr headache man mckinux <laughs> give us a follow man show us some love we've really been getting i've been getting a lot of followers i don't know whether it's from cowboys or cowboys fans or I've been getting a lot of fantasy followers too lately. I have too, actually. And I, I well, just want to say, I also get a lot of Eagles fans follows too. I'm usually you, cool with Eagles fans. You uh, do. I do. I, I've noticed that, and they, it's like they like talking to somebody with some sense, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I have sense. I just, I think I've been snake bitten because you know I troll them so much. It's like, yo, I don't want to talk to dude. But it's not that. Like somebody tried to play me today. He told me some. Cause I posted, I just started. Um, I'm on TikTok too, um, at hype underscore finance. Yeah, I'm giving it. A, I'm giving it a spin, man. Cause I want to do. Cause like we we talked off 
of air before we right. prep for each show. And I have some ideas of what I want to do um, leading up to season three. And one of those is doing video. Um, uh, another guy that I've talked to recently who's who was doing fantasy for a minute, um, Jada Plug, him and another guy named, uh, he does a Real Deal Fantasy. Right. He's on YouTube. They do videos, and I feel like that's a way to kind of broaden things out, not just for me, but for the podcast too. And, you know, I ain't going to talk nothing crazy on there, but it's just going to be more fantasy football, quick videos, and some other funny stuff. I got some I got some ideas in my head I want to try and get out on TikTok and see if it right. works. But it's just another avenue. Like I've seen a couple other friends of mine have a podcast uh, that they do on YouTube. And I think that that's a direction I want to try and get the show into. So it's just a lot of things we have. There's a lot of ideas I want to see or attempt to see if they work. That's all. And TikTok was one of them. So I'm like, you know, I'm on there. Yeah, man. You know, old heads on there. <laughs> but he tried to play. The boy tried to play me. Told me some, oh, because I on a video. I say, you know, I like to troll Eagles fans. And that's real. Like, I've said that on the show. I've right. said it on Twitter. And he tried to play me. Told me oh, we, us Eagles fans, we don't need to listen to him. We don't need to talk to him no more because all he drives, he, he admitted he's a troll. And I'm like, you know, that's not really a secret. <laughs> you know, that's, it's not we something all, I hide. Everybody, everybody trolls everybody. Exactly. But, you know, because I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah, that's you know, it's. Yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying, like, don't don't do that. Like, I've already said, I do this. I purposely do this, and I always get a reaction. And it's not just because I want to pick with them. It's right. just things that they say cause it, and then I, I I just fire back with as much information as I can. And if you don't like it, that's cool. But like it's like I've said before, it's not beef ridden. It's just rivalry driven. Driven. That's all. That's it. But, you know, some people, they get butt hurt. So I can't really do nothing about that. <laughs> but uh, make sure you... <laughs> that, was a, that was a mini rant. <laughs> you said to clear the air. But uh, follow the show at Fantasy's Finest on Twitter. Um, our social media is across everything. Facebook, Instagram, same handle. Um, you can join our community, too. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn iHeartRadio, we're on all of that. So make sure you hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends, get us out there and show us some love. Now, with that out of the way, let's get into the news. News and notes from around the NFL. Okay, now, when I saw this report, and this is normally one of those things where you kind of scroll through Twitter and then all of a sudden you start getting alerts and it's like, what in the world's going on? Yep. Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle. Now I have to unpack this because there's a lot going on with this situation. First, it was a report from Bleacher Report that initially said that Russell Wilson has broached possible trade destinations with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Miami being one of them, the new G, uh, the New York Jets, the New Orleans Saints, and the Las Vegas Raiders. Then Adam Schefter, did you say the Dolphins? Yes. Okay. Miami okay. was Miami was on the list. Then Adam Schefter came out with a similar report, but he didn't have Miami and the Jets on there. It was Chicago and Dallas. 
Because you know, when you mention Dallas, yep. things start to happen. That's and it's like, it let's get the news out there. How do we do it? We say the Dallas Cowboys. And then all of a sudden, it becomes news. Because I'll get to some of the other stuff later. Now, what uh, a lot of things that they don't say about this trade or the possibility of this trade is that the implications for Seattle, if they do, for whatever reason, I don't think it's a smart reason, but for whatever reason, they move on and trade Russell Wilson. They're on the hook for next season for $39 million. They have to eat that, you know, if they trade Russell Wilson. Now, I don't think that. Well, let me ask you, do you see any possibility that Russell Wilson gets traded because there's and I'll and I'll say this before you give your answer. The reason why these rumors are coming out is because apparently the relationship between Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks is starting to sour. Russ wants more input with the coaches, you know, about protecting him on the offensive line. He's had he stated he's had issues with that. He's tired of getting hit, and I, and part of it's him is is him. He's yeah. got to get rid of the ball more, but he did get sacked. What the third most last season? Forty-seven sacks. But like he's, you said, that's not all. That's not all his O line, and we have to stop this notion that just because a quarterback is getting hit, that his O line sucks. No, yeah, we seen it in the Super true. Bowl with Patrick Mahomes. Although his, you know, his O line was bad, or you know, he was missing like two or three offensive starters mobile quarterbacks are going to get hit more because they try to create with their legs. So the, you know, Russell Wilson getting hit, like you said, sometimes he holds on to the ball. Why? Because he's looking for Metcalf, lock it down the field. He's going for the home run. Sometimes, and this is what we were talking about with Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, you got to take what the defense give you. You got to realize that there's 60 minutes in this football game and you don't have to win the game in one throw. <laughs> Good point. So, Good point. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, uh, list goes on. You, you know, when you're getting hit, you can't just say, oh, it's the O-line. You know, you're not blocking. No. Sometimes when you, you know, as football players, when you run out of the pocket, then I, as an offensive lineman, you know this for a while because you played on the O-line. You can't hold the guy. You got to let him go. Depending on where you are, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we have to stop this notion of blaming the O-line when things when the quarterback gets hit because it's not fair to the O-line. No, it's not. It's and and um I think I did a <clears throat> I don't have the number in front of me, but I, I did a report uh not so long ago and Russell Wilson's offensive line wasn't horrible it was actually more improved this season it ranked in the, inside the top 15 oh i got the uh, numbers if, per, if that's what you want oh let me hear them. let me give me <laughs> so, give me what you got because I, 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 I know we were going to talk about russ i already had a rant playing doll and everything about <laughs> all these cowboys fans and the trade scenarios and oh if you think that i wouldn't trade for if i wouldn't trade Dak for us you're stupid bro. oh okay. yeah so let me get into this number one uh on this list of teams he picked, New Orleans, Cowboys, Raiders, Jets, the only ones that make sense to me is the Saints. Uh, you got Drew Brees. You know, he might retire. At least 90% of us are sure that Drew Brees is going to retire. Um, you have Michael Thomas. 
You have Alvin Kamara. Have a pretty good O line, a pretty good defense. That's the only team here that makes sense to make a trade for Russell Wilson if a trade is going to be made. To to answer your question earlier, is he going to be traded? I don't think so. I don't think, and there's no denying that Russ is a top three quarterback. I think that's solidified, but it's kind of hard to. Quarterbacks are hard to trade for, especially when you got a quarterback mm-hmm. who's elite like Russell Wilson. We've seen mm-hmm. the trade with Golf and Stafford. Like we were talking about last show, and you were right, Stafford by himself wouldn't command two first-rounders. So yeah. it's kind of hard to even wrap, wrap your head around how much Russ could go for potentially. Now, my now, issue, Okay, now let me, let me throw but, this to you real quick. <clears throat> Most of the reports that I've seen – have Russell Wilson going for at least three first round picks. So in order to get Russ or to even get to the table, you have to be willing to give up three first round picks from the door. Okay. So here's my thing. And here's why this Russ situation will ultimately ruin the, the, the Sean Watson situation because Russell Wilson is better than Deshaun Watson. So if Russ goes you about to, to ruffle some feathers. He is. There's no denying. Russell Wilson is better than Deshaun Watson. Okay. If if Russ goes for three, I'm not trading three for Deshaun. At, at at max, I'll give you two. I don't think, but at the same time, I don't think Russ can go for three because he's 32. Um, and not to say, not to use this word, but Russ kind of has been exposed. You think so? The, Without the Legion of Boom, without a top five defense, a generational defense, you know, Russ has been mid. I mean, you think about, you know, usually we keep seeing, and I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, Russ starts off in the season hot. When the schedule gets tougher, he fades out. He's usually in the top two MVP discussion. Top two MVP discussion this year, he fades out. He starts playing bad. And then he goes to the playoffs and plays a game or two at at max. When you make it to the Super Bowl early in his career, when he was, you know, a game manager, you know, for the Seahawks, uh, when you make the Super Bowl and the Seahawks, the goal is no longer to make it to the playoffs. You expect to be in the Super Bowl. So Mm -hmm. all this rust can carry your team. Can he, though? Because the goal, the ultimate goal is the Super Bowl. And what it's proving is – when he doesn't have the Legion of Boom, then he's getting bounced in the first round. So I can't and, can't really and, argue with that. I mean, and, he's made it. He's made it to the Super Bowl twice in his career, and he's won one. And both times he had what a he top had, five defense, at least top ten, at, at least. So I mean, we'll then, we'll check that, but, no, <laughs> but it's got to be up there, right? So, and then this is my issue with now the trade scenarios about him going to the Cowboys and how people are trying to use this as a, oh yeah, you know, Dak wants 40 million. Okay. Well, we'll trade for us. Let me tell y'all some facts about Russell Wilson or not even so much about Russ about the Cowboys. So let's start with the O-line. Like you said earlier, the O-line it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. The Seahawks, Wait, last season? Yeah. 
O line was horrible. No. <laughs> but that was because of injuries. It wasn't horrible. They were middle of the pack. They were ranked 14th per football focus. They were ranked 14th uh, all around. Run block, pass block. They were ranked 14th. Guess where the Cowboys O line was? Where? 27th. Oh, yeah. So, okay. That's... Oh, the 14th, the 14th rank was for Seattle. Yeah, it was for Seattle. Okay. The Cowboys were 27th. Now let's start with the defense. We all agree that the Seahawks defense was they were bend but don't break, which was their ranking, which was 15th. The Cowboys were 28th. Right? Jesus Christ. And to piggyback off of that, the Cowboys with Dak, and I'm going to count the Giants game up until he got injured. Okay. The Cowboys mm-hmm. with Dak scored 150 points. While the defense gave up a total of 169 points, right? Now, Russell Wilson, um, in those same five games that Dak played in, scored 169 points, which is 19 more points than Dak. Mm -hmm. But the defense gave up 169 points on the Cowboys' (laughs) side. So, at best, you're tying every single time you, you step on the field. So... I'm I'm confused on how trading for Russell Wilson, and we all agree that Russ is better than that, but I'm confused on how trading for Russell Wilson makes the Cowboys better. And then also I got one more. So, and most people refuse to look at this, but special teams as far as field goals go, the Seahawks were second. When they had to kick a field goal, they were 24 for 24, right? Oh, crap. Perfect. The Cowboys were 16th in kicking field goals. The kicker <laughs> has one job, right? They yes. were 16th, 34 of 41. So not only, Russ, not only is the O-line trash, not only is the defense trash, if you can't cash in, you might not get points. <laughs> so on top of that, you want me to send Dak and two first rounders and and Ezekiel Elliott to the Seahawks? Oh, uh, you saw that ESPN report? Yeah, that come show? Come on, bro. Come, Yo, like, the fact that these analysts get paid to go on TV and says just to say dumb stuff is just beyond me. And it wasn't ESPN. Well, it may have, may have been, but I also seen it from Fox on a clip from Undisputed. Oh and, yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. And it's just it's. I don't understand how Russell Wilson, and this is to all the Cowboys fans who all of a sudden, if you defend Dak or you defend or, you know, you're actually thinking logically, then all of a sudden you're Dak stand. No, that's not what this is. Why would I trade for a QB who was slightly better than my QB? When I say slightly, Dak is a top seven quarterback. Russell Wilson is the third best quarterback. That's not a huge margin that Russell was better than Dak. Why would I trade Dak, who was 27, Russell was 32, then trade Ezekiel Elliott, who's still arguably a top 10 running back in the league, and two first-round picks? When I'm a Cowboys fan. I love Russ. I love Russ more than I like Dak. But how does that help the Cowboys? How does that better our team? It does not. He's still going to have this horrific but, defense. But Jalen. Go ahead. But Jalen. But Jalen. With the money that we save by not paying Dak, we can fix the defense. With what? With what? We have extra money now because we don't got to pay Dak. 
We can use that to buy free agents and 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 spend on it in a draft. We we know how bad Jerry Jones is at signing free agents. What is he going to bring back? Jer McCoy? Who who is who is he like? And I, and this is where it confuses me. I'm not. I, I've been ranting for a while, but I'm yeah. confused. On I'm gonna let you spend. I'm 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 confusing why so many people have this faith in Jerry Jones. He continue, Jerry and Steve and whoever's making they continuously prove that they can't bring free agents. They that they, they overpay players. That they make wrong decisions. They can't draft quarterback talent. All of these things they prove on a continuous basis. And yet, you're telling me by trading our two best players and two first-round picks that somehow Russell Wilson is going to miraculously make this team better. It's not true. If you switch out Dak and, <laughs> and, and if you switch out Dak and Russ last season, the Cowboys are still – well, actually, we may have won a division – the whole reason why is because Dak got hurt. Because we all believe if Dak was healthy, we would have won that division. There's no, there's no, there's no lie in that statement. But no, now none whatsoever. The Cowboys would still be where they are with Russ or with Dak. And then you're telling me you're going to trade a Zeke, Zeke too? So you're going to give Russ Tony Pollard? And then who's his backup? I just thought that that whole scenario was stupid to see on the show, and it's like. Like you said, they get paid to say they this stuff. They get paid and, for that. And then you, they got, you got guys really troping that, yeah, you know, because I heard it on Undisputed. And so it must be right. What Do you not have the ability to think on your own? Nobody believes that trade. I don't care if you don't like Zeke from last season. It was a down year. Who still, and he put, still, up, who still put up, didn't he put up 1K? Almost. Well, almost. I think it was like 900 something. But that's still, he we still finished 11th rushing. So we have we have the twenty seventh ranked O line and Zeke's was the eleventh best running back. Those two numbers don't equate. The running back is only as good as his offensive line, and you want to trade him? How does that make sense? <laughs> people, please, people I, y'all listen they, to this podcast. I, I know, please at me. Please at me. I am in the mood to argue. Tell me how trading Dak and trading Zeke and trading two first round picks will help the Cowboys. Because when I say that on Twitter, somehow these people all of a sudden go ghosts. When I ask for how does batters <laughs> the team, they go ghosts. So I want to know. Don't and, and usually it's these, I'm the, I'm a Cowboys fan for life. No, y'all have to stop that. Y'all have to stop being okay with dumb moves that Jerry Jones makes. We can be fans of the team but disagree with the moves. Yep. I agree. All right, that's your rant. You gotta, you gotta chill out, chill yeah. out. All right. Let's get through the rest of the segment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Good rant though. All right. Next up, Jimmy G is expected to return as San Fran's quarterback for the 2021 season. This is coming from GM John Lynch, who stated that Jimmy Garoppolo will be the starting quarterback for the 2021 season. And this was reported by Ian Rappaport uh, during a news segment for NFL Network. Um, the only reason I bring this up is because there's been a lot of trade rumors with quarterbacks lately and surprisingly he's, well, not surprisingly, he's been one of the guys that's been in the, in the swirl. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, you know, there's been rumors that he could go back to new England. Uh, I think the 49ers were possibly in on Matthew Stafford when that was going down. So it's kind of, uh, I don't know. It's kind of. 
for now, I'm just going to say I'm going to take it at face value. The GM may have come out and said it, but you know how anything can happen. If somebody sends you a sweet deal, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get out of there. The That's question true. is, who you bring in only, next? The only quarterback I can see being traded for Jimmy G is Deshaun, but I don't think that's going to happen. And we see how bad the 49ers are without Jimmy G. Um, they are absolutely garbage. And <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G somehow makes them better. You know, uh, I he's, not a, he's not he's not horrible. A yeah, he's not a he's not a bum. Um, the the only thing with Jimmy G is he's injury prone. So yeah. if I you know he got hurt in New England and he only had played what three two games three games two games he got mm-hmm. hurt his first year with San Fran. Then the f- first year he did play fully healthy, he got to the Super Bowl. Then he got hurt again. So if I'm San Fran, I I do expect him to be the starter. But then also I do take a quarterback just in case because you can't have Jimmy G go down and then you have Nick Mullins back there. Yeah, so that's, that's dead. Um, I agree with. I mean, it make it makes sense to bring Jimmy G back. Yep. And since you brought up Deshaun, he's next on our list. Deshaun Watson still wants out of the Texans, and he means it. Now, this is this report is coming from ESPN insider Dan Garazino. Oh, Garazin, Garazio. Excuse me, I'm chopping up this boy's name. Garaziano. <laughs> Sources told him that Watson met with the Texans head coach David Culley last Friday, where he reiterated that he does not want to play for the Texans and he wants to be traded. Now, this kind of confirms <laughs> reports that were coming out earlier, uh, <sighs> earlier in February, I believe that uh, my mic Watson told, my huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just hurt my wrist. Yeah, bear pony punching a wall like like Watson told y'all he don't want to play for y'all no more. <laughs> no, nah, but this this confirms other reports that came out earlier in uh, I believe February or late January when the news started rolling that you know Watson wants out. He told them, or there was a report saying that he could possibly hold out for the twenty twenty one season. This is kind of big if he's dug in this much. That he does not want to play for te- for the Houston Texans next season. Do you think? And we'll probably end up talking about this a little later on in the show. But Watson dug in. If you're the if you're the GM, what do you do? Because um, now you you may well, not have I'm, a quarterback for the for the 2021 season. If I'm the GM, I trade him only because you don't. There's no way. You could bring that back into your locker room if you're ser- if you're serious about winning. Um, I'll just trade him. At this point, you know, like you say, he's dug in. And then I even I seen on Twitter too that that uh, he'll even sit out for the season if he has to. Just trade him, and you know you're going to get a king's ransom back for him. So you know, rebuild your franchise. They might have to. Um. Is this this is something that you just haven't seen in such a long time? Where a player, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that there are other players. None of them come to my mind right now, but I'm pretty sure that there are other players that have demanded a trade or have held out. Like you know, everyone you always cycle back to the Le'Veon Bell thing where he didn't want to show up because he didn't get paid. This is kind of like that, but now it's the opposite end where he wants to get out. Right, Bell wanted to stay, but he wanted to be paid. Watson got paid. 
But now he's like, yo, yeah, I don't know what y'all doing here. So until he's like, and, and I'm not trying to stick around to find out whether y'all can get y'all heads on straight. I want out of this, John. And it's I mean, you don't know what they're doing. No, they don't. <laughs> once you send, once you and DeAndre Hopkins tweeted this too when um <laughs> when uh and I, I didn't want to skip ahead when Duke Johnson got released. I'm a, we're going to talk about that too real quick. But when he got released, Hopkins tweeted about it or he retweeted it and was like, "Yo, I still can't believe I only got they only got two second rounders for me." Right. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, that was stupid. Nobody does that. Nobody gives away. You basically gave away DeAndre Hopkins. And that right there showed me that the Texans don't know what they're doing whatsoever. You don't, you don't do that. You don't get rid of a top, I mean, top three, top five, wherever you want to put him, he's up there. And you don't do that for a second rounder. I'm not, no. Gonna wash up running back. Uh, I mean, Johnson wasn't bad, but washed up. I, I still like him. All right, moving along, <laughs> moving along. We have some releases. Uh, Terrell Williams was released from the Las Vegas Raiders. Kind of saw that coming. He clears up about $10 million worth of cap space with that move. We already talked about Duke Johnson. The craziest okay. thing is that the Texans okay. spent... There the- you go, Mark. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, just, let me just say this. The Texans spent a third-round pick to get him in a trade from the Browns mm-hmm. just to release him, and they clear $5 million in cap space with that move. So it's kind of like, all right, well, you, you gave up a that was kind of a prime pick in the third round. You gave him, I mean, like you gave, that was like a one-year rental. Like what was the point of that? And then Alshon Jeffrey is expected to be released once the new league year begins. Um, Jeffrey, as well as D lineman Malik Jackson, if they're released, they could clear up almost $20 million in cap space for the Eagles. If they're made a post June 1st cut. Right. Now I kind of see that happening. The Eagles are strapped. They got to get some more moves done. There's been rumors that, you know, Brandon Graham could get cut. Um, We talked about the possibility of, you know, someone on the stature of Fletcher Cox getting cut. Um, The Eagles got a few more moves to make in order to get back under the salary cap. But we know that Howie Roseman is a kind of a wizard when it comes to getting that done. It's just a matter of who is going to be on the chopping block um, to get out of there. And also, uh, I believe Jason Kelsey was. Jason Kelsey was mentioned as either he's going to retire or they're going to cut him. I like so, what the Eagles or you know doing. You know, get rid of all these old players. Um, now Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox, I believe, are still like pretty effective, which they are. But as far as you know, Alshon, Ertz, Deshaun Jackson, you know, get rid of them. I like what they're doing. You know, bringing some younger guys, some hungrier guys. You know, uh, you know, brings in some guys who Jalen Hurts can lead. You know, young guys who you know are hungry, ready to step mm-hmm. in, ready to be good. Um, if I, you know, I don't think we'll see that. We'll like this is uh, the Eagles are going to have like a young team. Like they might have the youngest team in the NFL. Yeah, they're going to have some growing pains for probably for the next one to I say one to two years because I know once you yeah know, some of those deals year, come off the books. Yeah, I think that's going to be a down year. Um, yeah, depending on. Depending on who they draft, um, but the Eagles' defense, although they don't have any big names outside of Slay and Fletcher Cox, they are pretty solid. I mean, uh, on, like the Eagles' deep, like, and we all can agree when Carson was the starter, they should have lost way more games than what they, uh, than what they did. 
but the Eagles defense sometimes they hold up. Um, they lost eight games. <laughs> they lost, wait, they lost more than that. But how many? They should at least <laughs> lost twelve. You dag. He's like, no, kick them all they're down. <laughs> he should at least lost twelve. But um, I think Jalen Hurts is going to be uh, he's going to be pretty good next year. Uh, I'm interested to see who they draft at six. Um, that'll that'll determine the whole year for Eagles. The, um, but mm. I like what I like the moves. Go ahead, cut all the old players. I had said right. it earlier, or you know, earlier in the season to you about cutting these players. They should have been did it. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot since you brought him up. Jalen Hurts, top fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I will. I, yeah, I will. I will say okay. top fifteen. Okay, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a ride. Yeah, I'm a ride that one with you. Tw- top fifteen. Yeah, he'll. Be I think he, 15. the Eagles. I think the Eagles won't be stupid. They'll be bringing in some talent to bring around to build around Jalen Hurts, right? Um, and at least and he'll I think be he a has top talent team. around him. the The whole issue was with the Eagles last year when Deshaun and Alshon got healthy. They were forced. They forced them back into the lineup. Fulton mm-hmm. was playing at a uh, like a, a crazy pace. He was doing something that uh, Eagles receiver hasn't done in a long time. He should have stayed <laughs> in. Alshon should have never came back in. Greg Water solid. You know, uh, he'll have a yeah. Big that's your boy. Game. Yeah, you know he'll have a big game here and there. Um, uh, what's the other guy? I know Quez Watkins was hurt. Um, but they only they they and you know Dallas got is solid too. So. They need to draft, the, and obviously we don't want the Eagles to get any better. I hope they draft a quarterback, but <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it unbiased. They need to draft a receiver or yeah, at do. best draft Kyle Pitts if he's available because I'm hearing rumors about him going number two now. Like, what the heck is that about? Wow. So uh, if he if the Eagles draft a receiver, like uh, whoever's available, Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Waddle, Whoever's there six, they should take him. They they'll they'll be good, and we can't forget they got Miles Sanders still too. So mm-hmm. they'll be good. They they can't make no moves of free agency thanks to Carson, but <laughs> but they move, knew that right. But this is where you know how he has to show you why he's a good GM or whatever, and he's going to have to draft some players. Right. The Eagles might be fine. They'll still be in fourth in the division. All right, That's and and we're gonna wrap up the. New segment with this one. Tom Brady is expected to be grounded for a while after having knee surgery. Um, he picked this up. I think he had knee surgery after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he'll be down for a little bit, but, you know, it's the offseason. He's got plenty of time. That'll wrap it up for the news. Yep. Now let's get into these. our next segment. I, I don't really have a name for it. We should probably get that fixed. <laughs> Franchise tag season is open. Let's talk about it. Now for our feature presentation. All right. So I've said it in the outset, the franchise tag, the window is open for players to get tagged. There's already been some speculations about who's going to get the franchise tag um, between quarterbacks, um, more popular wide receivers. I haven't seen any reports about um, any running backs getting the franchise tag. So for now, we're going to stick with kind of the news line. And, you know, we know some quarterbacks are going to get the franchise tag. The most popular one is, of course, uh, Dak Prescott because of the contract situation that's going on there. Uh, I don't moving think to, it's tag, though. 
All right, let's let's talk about it real quick. I'm hoping, and I've said this plenty of times on Twitter too. I'm hoping that he doesn't get tagged because I think that makes the situation worse. I think, mm-hmm. but I do feel like the front office has been dragging their feet. As soon as the season was over, they should have been in on trying to get him signed. You shouldn't right. wait until March uh, March 9th to get a deal done. And I, I'm tired of hearing the, the deadline makes deals thing from Jerry. That's stupid. You shouldn't have waited so long to get this done. And everybody wants to start pointing the finger at Todd France and XI, you know, oh, he's, you know, he's being a hard, hard behind and all this stuff. That's cool. But that's particularly what an agent's supposed to do. He's right. supposed to be hard. He's not supposed to just well, toe the line. See, none with of the, us really know exactly what the that too. price is. So, well, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. It gets worse. The I'll put it to you like this. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to no, speak look. over you. What I'll say this just by common sense wise, I'm looking across the NFL and I see Deshaun Watson get paid 39 million a year. That's the starting line for me. Now you could mm-hmm. say, well, the franchise tag should be the starting line at 37. Like I said, with Carson Wentz, when that, when that report came out about that, getting a similar deal to Carson Wentz, if I feel like I'm better than Deshaun Watson. I don't want Deshaun Watson's money. I want more than Deshaun Watson money. And it don't it may not have to be, you know, 6 million more. It could be maybe 2 million more. As maybe just make me feel like I'm the next best player. You know what I'm saying? You talk about me being such a great franchise guy and you know, he's our quarterback and blah blah blah. Show me. Show me by show, by putting on a dotted line how much you're going to pay me. You you tell me, you show me what I'm worth. And when you do, when you hit that number, then we can go from there. And that's how I kind of feel like that situation is going. When you look now, at other... I actually feel like, and I don't, obviously I don't know Dak, but I feel like if you offer Dak $39 million for four years, I, I seriously think he would take that. I think the biggest thing, Dak wants it to end at four because he wants to hit the market again. Mm-hmm. And but now you've already wasted two years, and, and and that's what I'm saying. And like you said, it's going to get worse. The franchise tag this year is 37 million. The mm-hmm. next franchise is 50. So <laughs> oh, Jerry, Jesus Christ! So Jerry literally is digging himself in the in the grave. But I feel like Jerry's ego is too big. He, he's lost this negotiation. There's, I mean, there's no way you look at it and tell me Jerry's. One, Dak has all the leverage. And not only just that, I feel like because Jerry know he did lose the negotiation, he's he's milking it because he wants Dak to growl at his feet. But Dak is not gonna do that. And so you see Jerry Caven? Yeah, I because I don't understand how many if, if you tag Dak, then you can't make no moves in free agency. Mm-hmm. Your team can't get better. Nope. And that's and we're talking about the tag. We're not talking about signing them. If you tag Dak, that you cannot get better as a team. You let Dak walk. You get you know, nothing. You get nothing. You give a top seven, top eight quarterback away to a team freely, freely, you know, whatever. If you sign him long term, then you give him security. And who's to say that Dak won't come back to the table and give you some money back? Mm-hmm. And, and the way, and, you know, NFL contracts are so weird because you can 
give Dak forty million a year without really giving him forty million a year? Like, yeah, right. Because people look at the like, people tend to look at the big number at the back, right? But they don't look at the guaranteed money or the, right. the breakdown for the year, right? So I feel like tagging Dak. I don't think that's. I think a deal will be a deal we made. Jerry's loss. Or, you know, go ahead, Jerry, tag Dak, and then you'll be in the market for a quarterback next year. And if Dak bets on himself again and gets, you know, and you guys are really good next year, then you don't have a draft pick uh, early enough to even grab a quarterback. So Mm -hmm. you're literally just shooting yourself in the foot. Now, I want – I do understand that their backs are against the wall when it comes to timelines. Now – as much as I want them to get a deal done before March 9th, I kind of feel like if it doesn't, they will have to use the tag and it's not necessary. It is a bad thing, but depending on how both sides view it, and we've already gotten reports, you know, from Patrick Walker who covers the Cowboys for the star. He, um, in one of his reports, he was like, both sides don't view the tag or I don't want to misquote him. This is some just this is my thought. Mm-hmm. I don't think that both sides view the tag as a bad thing. But right. Dak doesn't want to play. I don't think Dak wants to play on a tag this year. He wants his long-term deal. Both sides want a long-term deal for a variety of reasons. And they have the only reason the tag gets used is for an extended period of time to extend that window so that they can get a, t- a deal done. But with that being said, are there any other players that you see getting the franchise tag so that they can avoid free agency? Because that's one of the reasons why they would use the tag on deck. You don't want him walking out there and talking to anybody else who got money. You know what I mean? Like you can still flip. I mean, let's look at Indianapolis. They got money. They could flip Carson Wentz to somebody else and be like, yo, Dak, we'll pay you uh 40 million. You know what I'm saying? Like we got the bread. So any, a number of things or scenarios can happen where you let a guy, like you said, a top seven quarterback go out in free agency and he, they're going to pay him money to get him. But there are other players who, who are in a similar situation. Who Anybody on your mind that's you, if you're a GM, you like, yo, I can't let him hit the free agency market. Right. I can't let him do it. And um, back to your question about seeing anybody get tagged. I see two possibilities maybe, but they both play or they're both free agents, but they both were the same team. Uh, number one, Chris Godwin mm-hmm. and Shaquille Barrett, but they can't tag them both. Um, mm. the reason I say now, I think Shaquille Barrett did say he wants to get paid. You know, he I think he already got tagged with the Broncos, didn't he? Um, but with that defense, you know, especially them coming off a of Super Bowl, uh, Shaquille Barrett still young. They uh. He wants the bag. The only way I can see that they keep him is by tagging him. Now, he won't be happy with the tag because he wants to get paid. But mm-hmm. uh, with, you know, sometimes winning cures all. Who knows? Yeah. Now, Chris he, Godwin. No, no, go ahead. No, you think like he would, you think that he would take the tag in the hopes of trying to get another Super Bowl? I think so. I think so. Because. Now imagine you hit, you know, imagine the Bucks go back into the season they win another Super Bowl, and you got two Super Bowls on your resume, and now you know you could probably even get more money now 
uh, than you were going to get this year because yep, they got to pay you now. Yeah, they got to pay you. So that's one. Now Chris Godwin, uh, that's a trick. I think he could get tagged if Shaquille Barrett leaves. I feel like Godwin may get tagged because uh, you know you want to keep that receiver core. Now if he leaves, you still have AB. You still got Scotty Miller, but I feel like. One of them two are going to get tagged. It's one of them two, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Chris Godwin right. is—he's—he's he's solidified himself as the top receiver in his league. They're not Agreed. going to let him walk. Um, yeah, yeah. That that I don't I don't see that. I think they're going to pay him at the very you think least. Going, okay, so you think they're going to pay Godwin? If they don't pay Godwin, I think they use the tag on him. I will oh, go Godwin. that route. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we agree right there. Yeah, one guy that's been talked about a lot recently is Kenny Galladay. Um, I actually, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it. It makes sense for him to get the franchise tag because he's so talented. Um, but at the same time, and this is like feeding into our other uh, question, um, I don't, I don't want him to get the tag. I don't like, think he'll get. I don't know. That's interesting though because Kenny Galladay is good. But when I think about the franchise tag, usually I think about players like top players in the league who you don't really want to let go. You know what I mean? Like, but that's I, that's I Galladay is one of those players where I don't think I would be mad if Galladay was to leave. You wouldn't? I mean, look at how the, the Lions are built right now. Who other? What other player is there that's like, yo, I gotta keep him? Anybody come to your mind? Like DeAndre Swift on his rookie deal, Marvin Jones. Like none of those guys are. Yeah, so Kenny Galladay would be the primary target for the franchise tag. But I don't think any of them are, including Galladay. I feel like he could be replaced. I'm not saying he's not good, but I think he could be replaced. I I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think you take the chance with with a guy like that. But at the same time, like I want God. I don't like. I'm not crazy about Jared Goff. So, like, I kind of get why Kenny Galladay would get franchise tag. But at the same time, Galladay with another team like, I don't know, the the Jags, if they go get Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence, and you combine Kenny Galladay with DJ Chark and LaVishka, that's a good wide receiver good. core right yeah, there. That would, be, that would be good, yeah. Or or you give, if Michael Pittman, if you feel like Michael Pittman's not enough and you want to arm Carson Wentz to the teeth, you bring in Kenny Galladay. Yeah, that's true. Now, now there's no excuse for Carson but, Wentz. But see, this I agree with you. But see, I also feel like I don't, I don't want to because I don't want to come off disrespectful. I I don't want to I want to say that he's not a <laughs> he's not a difference maker. He's a playmaker, but he's not a <laughs> difference maker. If that makes oh sense. Like I said, I'm trying to find a better word for it, but I can't at this moment. I don't know. That don't sound right, right to me. That's no, not. No, 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 no. Listen. All right, Michael Gallup. I'll use Michael Gallup. He's not a difference maker, but he's a playmaker. Yes, I but 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 him Galladay. and Kenny Galladay not in the same breath though. Let's let's Are keep it a bean. No, they not. So you serious? No. And I like Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup could be a one and a wide receiver one on a different team. I, I do firmly believe that. But him and Kenny Galladay right now, different worlds. Different worlds. I don't know about that. Different worlds. I, I, I mean, outside of maybe Kenny Galladay getting banged up a little bit more, but that's because he's putting his body out there. Not to say that Gallup isn't, 
That but the gala, they just, they're just, they different, man. They different right now. It's not. If you put Kenny Galladay and Michael okay. Gallup in a lineup, you're taking Kenny Galladay nine times out of ten. No, I'm going to take Michael Gallup. Right, wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. All right, so I have the stats. Oh, you Lord. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know how I am. Okay, so I'm not going to count 2020 because Kenny Galladay, like you said, was banged up. So let's go to 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Galladay had 65 receptions, 11, basically 1,200 yards, and 12 TDs. Right, Gallup had sixty-six receptions, eleven hundred yards, and six TDs. So when I mention them in the same breath, they literally are like the same exact player. <sighs> okay, so by I'm the numbers, but who's more them. who's more dangerous in the red zone? That's your edge, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup had how many touchdowns last season? Five. Twenty twenty. Are we talking about Yeah. Uh, six. Galladay had how many? Eleven. But what's the oh and one more, one more? What was the catch rate? Uh, I don't have the catch rate. I can look at. I can look at it. We'll 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 post that. No, no, I'm, no, I'm no, gonna no, do no. it. I'm, I'm, it's, it's it's easy. Gallup's catch rate was fifty eight point four. Let me look at Galladay. Galladay's was fifty six. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Oh Finest God! Freaks. There we go. Finest freaks. <laughs> Yo, that's not the name. <laughs> that's not the name. Oh so, God! Don't do that. I'm justified. And see, the thing is, um, Gallup also shares the field with Amari. So, like I said, a different difference maker. No, I feel like you need to tag for difference makers. Okay, playmaker. He is. All right, I, hmm. I, I don't like hey, losing. That's, yeah, that's but, ace number, I mean. yeah, numbers don't lie. I, I, <laughs> I never looked at it like that. I, boy, <laughs> that's all. That's all I'll say about that. All right, let's move on because we don't got that much time left. Uh, trade rumors—they're being talked about heavily. We already spoke about some of them earlier in the um, show during our news segment. You know, there's a lot of things going on with the quarterbacks, and there are a lot more quarterbacks that are being spoken about being put in trade scenarios. Um, not just some of the high marquee guys, but heading into free agency, you know, because free agency starts on March 17th. That's the new league year. Free agency busts the door wide open. Do you think that there will be any more quarterbacks being traded or is it just a lot of smoke and mirrors and a lot of these guys are going to end up staying? Because like I've said before, we've talked about, you know, Russell Wilson maybe once out. He hasn't said that he wanted to trade, but he's got places where he will want to be traded. Deshaun Watson's dug in. They're going to have to make a decision about that. Then you got, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo in trade news. You got guys like Derek Carr and uh, Sam Darnold in trade news. Dak is being used in trade trade rumors. Like, right. do you see anybody actually making a flip to to bring in a quarterback before, the you know, or team, during free agency? The only team I can see making trades for quarterbacks Wait, are we talking about quarterbacks like uh, swap for quarterbacks? Or are we talking about trading a quarterback and then getting a pick back? Well, I'll, just trades in general. Picks okay. really don't matter in this kind of question. I see Derek Carr getting traded. Mm. I see Sam Darnold getting traded. And. Hmm. 
I see Matt Ryan getting traded. Ooh, that's spicy. Now, well, I will say the quarterbacks, I think. Matt Ryan, they haven't said that they wanted to, but a lot of teams say stuff and then they end up doing something different. But so I, I have seen that they are going to take a quarterback in the draft and they're going to possibly try to trade up. So, yeah, how do you do that without making somebody making a big move? That's what I'm saying. You're let's ugh. who can Sam who can you send Matt Ryan to to move the Jets? Because the Falcons they pick early, don't they? They pick like fourth or something like that. The I do think the uh, the Falcons pick inside the top ten. Yeah, they pick they pick inside the top five. I think they pick. Uh, I think they pick fourth, if I'm not mistaken. But either way, yeah, they do. They pick okay. fourth. So let's say, who will you trade? Matt Ryan for Deshaun. You could. You could do that. Could but that trade. doesn't... If you trade Matt Ryan for Deshaun Watson... Oh, Jesus Christ, that would be... But th- it depends on what the Houston Texans asking price is. If it's astronomical, well, there's no reason to do that. To start at two first-round picks. But since you brought it up, you know who I would trade Matt Ryan to? Who? Miami. They pick third. Guess what? I get the third and the fourth pick, or see, I get, or I get the. I'll send the the Matt Ryan and the Matt Ryan in the fourth, and I'll move up and I'll grab uh, I don't know Justin Fields or Trevor Lance, somebody like that. But see, the thing that three. bothers me about that Matt Ryan to the Dolphins, what does that do for Tua? I feel like Tua may be ready to be a starter. Do you? <laughs> Hmm. Or if I'm the Redskins, would I make a trade for Matt Ryan? I sure as heck would. Oh yeah, that's another one right there. I sure the as Redskins. Heck would. As a matter of fact, that's the destination. I will call that Matt Ryan to the to the uh, football team. I call them the Redskins, but the football team that would be a good trade. So you take their 19th pick. Yeah, and then maybe at four, you can maybe, maybe you know you may uh, maybe still be able to take Zach Wilson. You maybe don't have to move up. You may not get the quarterback that you want, but you'll get a pretty decent quarterback in Zach Wilson. Do you think like, all right, the first two guys, if you look at the draft order, the first two guys are locks. So let's say Zach Wilson is the guy the Jets get. Trevor Lawrence goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Miami. I Do you see Miami pulling the trigger for a quarterback? Because nah. they could not, maybe they're not sold on Tua. Nah, I, I can't see that. I think they're sold on Tua. I think they're sold on Tua. The at this point, and and when Tua was the starter, he didn't play bad at all. Um, and he also beat the Rams too, which was a big freaking game. Oh, I yeah, think, I saw that. I think at this point, it's time to start building because the Dolphins finished 10 and 6. That's that's pretty good, especially when you're alternating two different quarterbacks. Yeah, so 10 and 6, that's it's magic. Good. Yeah, so if if I'm the Dolphins, I would draft a receiver. I would draft either Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith. And then uh, I believe – don't they have two first rounds? Two first rounders? Yeah, nice. the Dolphins pick – they pick third, third and they pick and again at 18. 18th. So, yeah, take a receiver, then you take an old lineman at 18th, and you rebuild your team like that. Now – 
don't know, the most sense, the team that makes the most sense. Maybe you trade Matt Ryan to the Panthers. Yep. But this, I don't know. It's it's interesting, but I do see. I can see Matt Ryan getting traded. I can see. Mm-hmm. Him. All right now, wait because they're already playing. You ain't you ain't giving me your quarterback. Mm-hmm. You think any quarterbacks get traded? I can see Sam Darnold. I don't think that if the Jets are really asking for a second round pick, I don't think that that's a steep price to get a guy like Sam Darnold who still might be able to, you know, revive his career. Right. Um, Chicago could use a quarterback. Um, you already mentioned the Panthers. They could use a quarterback. Uh, Washington definitely needs a quarterback. They don't like, there was a report out that they didn't like, uh, Alex Smith coming back. He threw a wrench into their plan, into their plans. And I'm like, but all y'all had was Dwayne Haskins. So how did he right. really muck things up? So, you know, that's kind of a head scratcher, but Washington needs one. Um, you know, there are a couple teams out there. New England needs one. Uh, I'm not I'm not uh, sure if I said this, but I do think Deshaun gets traded. I, I think I said it, but I'm not sure. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm along that lines, too. If he's that dug in, you can't keep him. Um, no. You can't keep him on your team because then you're, you're, you're screwed going into the draft because you don't – well, you're not screwed going into the draft. You're going to have to move him. But if you move him now – you have a better idea of how you want to, your draft to go. And you would get the picks needed to recoup and get a quarterback this year, depending right. on who you move him to. Or you get a bunch of picks and then try and move you know, up. But you can't do that if you, you're hard-nosed and be like, oh, well, we're not doing – we're not trading Deshaun Watson. We don't care what anybody says and what they're offering. Like, that's just right. stupid. And this is why I think – and this is why I think that you do trade Deshaun because you don't have a first-round pick. And you don't have a second round pick. You don't. Pick so you thinking like two first, round. two first and a second? Yeah. If 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 Deshaun's that dug in, like you said, go ahead. I'm going to rebuild my team. I'm going to take two first round picks, and I'm going to take a second. You got Deshaun straight up. Because if you don't trade him, you're not getting better at all. <laughs> your team is your team. <laughs> you're the you're the new uh, Jacksonville Jaguar. Yeah, I'm gonna say you're the new Jaguar. <laughs> so you don't pick until the third round. I mean, you gotta trade him. You gotta trade him. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Okay. Let's wrap this joint up. We've got one more question now because March 17th is the date for the new league year and for free agency. That's by the time the podcast drops, it'll be 16 days away. Is there a player that you're hoping lands in a good spot for fantasy next year? Now I'm gonna give you mine. All right, cool. I'm really watching Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack, and I'll give you another one. Wait, Marlon Mack. Is there a player that you have your eye on that you hope lands in a good spot for fantasy next year? Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Like I have Marlon Mack. He's a free agent. I don't think the Colts are going to sign him back. They don't need to. They have Jonathan Taylor. Their their running back room is deep. Um, but I'm looking at Marlon Mack to land somewhere good, and I'm looking what would be at the ideal team for Marlon Mack. Atlanta. If they don't draft, hmm. if they keep Matt Ryan and they don't draft a running back, right? Atlanta. Atlanta could use a wide receiver because Julio's not getting any younger. And right. if I if if I do anything. I would probably trade Julio first and try and get a first rounder or try and sucker somebody out of a first round pick and draft in his replacement. 
You already got uh, Calvin Ridley there. You have a young tight end in Hayden Hurst. Matt Ryan could probably pay for maybe one or two more seasons if you're tired. Of, if you're not tired of him, mm-hmm. you can always take a quarterback later. You know, if you have to have one this season, then you have the option to go in there because you pick fourth. Right. But I flip Julio. I bring in Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack is young enough. Um, I think he's still under. I think he's twenty four or twenty five. He's young enough. Wait, you said you trade the, Julio? Yeah, I would trade Julio. Yeah, I agree with that. I would try and get something, whatever I can get for Julio, and I don't bring in a quarterback this year. I let my, Matt Ryan run out for about maybe one or two more years if I'm tired, if he doesn't turn around. Or, you know, he's not – the quarterbacks aren't old anymore unless they start to fall off. You know what I mean? Like, right. you're not going to get somebody like Tom Brady everywhere. But until you see them start to fall off that cliff, you keep them. They're still they – still, I think they're still good enough. Like Matthew Stafford could probably play until he's 40 unless he starts to just like his body just can't take it. Right. But, you know, Marlon Mack is a guy I think who who deserves another chance. He's been pretty solid when he was with Indianapolis. Um, He's had a couple of thousand yard seasons um, and he's versatile. He's versatile enough where he can be that guy out of the backfield um, and catching passes. He's just underrate underutilized in that area. He can do it but they just don't give him the opportunity because they always cycle him out with uh, Naeem Hines. Right. And this is my sleeper. I'm, I'm rocking with this sleeper this year. Mo Ali Cox. He's the tight end. He's like the, he was the third tight end for the well, Indianapolis Colts. I feel like Colts. you've been on this bandwagon before. Bro, because he can play. <laughs> you, you have. You he, have. I, I, I have. Episode, you, you were big on him. He's, and they he's don't give play. him. They don't give him the spots to really be a bright guy, a bright, right. bright star. You know, they, they're infatuated with uh, Jack Doyle for whatever reason. He's average. Um, Trey Burton, he's either hurt or he's average. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he had a good year in Chicago his first year. Then he got hurt. Then he came to the Colts. He played a couple games. Then he got hurt. So it's like, it's the same thing with this guy. Why haven't you? And when Mo Ali Cox came in for a couple games, uh, I think uh, the year, the second year, Eric Ebron was there. He had a couple. He had a couple really good, nice games. He can be if he gets onto a team that really needs a tight end, like let's say Jacksonville, because they not they're not bringing back Tyler Eifert, right? And you have a rookie quarterback whose rookie quarterback's best friends generally are tight ends. You know, he could be that dude. He's got the talent. He's got the size. He's six five. He can he can high point the ball. Uh, he's just he's just a talented tight end, but he's got to get a shot. And he's a free agent, so I'm watching them. I'm watching those two guys. Those guys are on my list. Like I've already got them in dynasty. Um, I'm just waiting to see where they land at. Right. Okay. Who you got? Uh, Allen Robinson. That's one. You don't think he gets tagged? Tagged? Nah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're like, go, go ahead out there. Go get your head out there, AR. You want to pay him. <laughs> yep. Um, and then Hunter Henry. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I wonder. I think Hunter Henry needs a good situation. Uh, Heck, why not the Cowboys? That'd be a perfect situation for Hunter. Oh no, you, no, pay, I'm sorry. you just no, no. paid Blake Jarwin. Yeah, I'm gonna say actually, I'm very happy with Blake Jarwin. 
Um, but maybe somewhere for Hunter Henry, I don't know, uh, maybe the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, a one-two punch with Dallas Goddard? Yeah, that might be Ooh, good. That, that would be uh, nice. But I feel like Hunter Henry, uh, he he just needs the right situation. Uh, New England? <laughs> he's a quarterback first. No. I wouldn't go to New England, not at all. Uh, what Cam could come back? You got Hunter Henry over there. He got he actually got a weapon. You said that like Cam <laughs> in the basket. Well, Cam had no weapons, so I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that because I was about to poo poo on Cam, but he didn't, he didn't have anything in New England. He, he had nobody. The fact that he got that they got the six wins with Cam is amazing. Mm. That's just a testament to his scheme, um, right? The scheme they were running. But after a while, it was like, yo, that you're not running that on us no more. <laughs> the NFL yeah, defense right. was like, nah, we caught that. But yeah, mm-hmm. okay. But those, those are two, those are two good picks. Yeah, those are Henry and Allen Robinson. I like those. Um boy, sheesh. Wherever Allen Robinson lands, man, he's gonna be a nightmare. He's gonna see maybe? Yeah. Well replace Juju with Allen Robinson. Ooh, Allen Robinson, uh Chase Claypool and Deontay. Oh man, that would be nasty. That would be nasty. That would be nasty. And they need it. Well, they got Dwayne Haskins too over there, but I don't know if that really counts <laughs> as a quarterback. Hey, Mark, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, good point. Yeah, nobody cares about Dwayne Haskins. No. He needs to stay at the strip club. I'm surprised he got another no job. mask. I mean, he ain't gonna cost much, you know. You ain't going to the strip club. Either, so. You going to the booty shake with no uh with no mask on? I, you'll you'll catch all our finest freaks there at them strip clubs too, bro. I told you, <laughs> it's not that. That's not the name. It's finest fans. It's something family friendly. We can all everybody can be a fan, a finest fan, not finest a, fans. Yes, finest. Freaks fans. don't always it, have to be what you think it is. You could just be a weirdo. I'm not a weirdo. I'm not a weirdo. I'm not coining that. <laughs> all right, we'll oh man! All right, finest fans. Yeah, let's stick with that one. Let's see if that that sticks. But that'll wrap it up for this episode, finest fans. Yes, sir. <laughs> we really appreciate y'all listening to our rants and stuff. Um, we will be getting into. We're gonna start really getting into free agency. Um, the next couple episodes, I really want to start tapping into that because it's gonna be huge i think this is this is one going to be one of the most craziest even the players realize that this is going to be one of the craziest off seasons yeah because of the salary cap situation um there's they still don't know what the upper limits to the salary cap are going to be for this year the floor has been set at about 180 and they still think that that might rise to 185 million or more um players are going to get you may see a lot of veteran players get cut or get released because teams are you know salary cap strapped it's it's, it's going to be wild man even jj watt was like the off season is wild and i'm like yo we haven't even really gotten into it yet like right. this is this is it's not even march yet and it, nope. it's already off the chain so we're going to get really start getting into that and then we're going to head into um we're going to start talking about our rookies Rookie and by prospects the next for the 20th episode. Dak Prescott will be signed. Oh, you making a declaration? Declaration by the next episode. So that means Saturday. we're, we're or next or let's put it next Tuesday put the next episode up. 
Yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Tuesday. Our normal drops are on Tuesday, you bum. <laughs> so next two by not this Tuesday coming because this is for this episode. Yeah. But next, next the next Tuesday, Dak Prescott. You heard it here first. Dak Prescott will be signed to a long term deal by episode. What is this? Episode thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah. Oh so, boy. I'm I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess five years, 126. Uh, five years, let's say 124 million. Boom. What is that? In the last 40... year. Oh, no, well, no, no, no. Yeah, that's that's my offer. <laughs> that's what you get? That's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. your mark? Yeah, that's my mark. All right. Okay. Now that's... All right. I'm going to hold you to that. I already put mine out on Twitter. It's like. I didn't bring it up by I that. I said 124. I'm sorry. Uh, 150. 150. Wow, boy. 150. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be fun. I'm gonna hold you. I'm, we we gonna see. We gonna see. <sighs> but that that'll wrap it up for this episode. We appreciate you guys giving us the time. Um, and we will holler at you at our next episode. So stay tuned. Uh, really appreciate you guys giving us the chance to listen. Yep. 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 And, and don't forget to subscribe <laughs> hit the subscribe buttons on on plot, uh, podcast platforms and like i said before in the beginning you can check me out on tiktok at hype underscore do fighters. not do that yes do it i'm posting more videos you're gonna love it <laughs> we'll see you next episode peace thanks for listening to the fantasy's finest podcast be sure to join the community on facebook and follow us on twitter too at the fantasy's finest see you next episode